You're listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. May the Lord give you his peace. Um, good morning, everyone. Um, I'd like to title this, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. I'd like to title this homily Magnificat versus Megalomania. Okay. I need to title my homilies, try to keep it focused. Okay, we're going to try to focus. And um, Magnificat versus megalomania. Now, we know what megalomania is, right? It's a mental illness. Okay. Delusions of grandeur. Um, opinions of personal omnipotence, according to Brother Webster. And grandiose performance. Um, Sometimes I tell people, do you know why the friars have such large hoods? <laughs> big heads, okay. <laughs> you need a big hood for that big head, okay. Um, so megalomania, um, this idea that um, go big or go home, and uh, really that in some way captures the spirit of the world. You know, bigger is better. And, um, but God is so different than that. God is so different. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. He's looked upon the lowliness of his handmaid. And that, that theme of God working in and through little things, that theme runs deep in the Bible. You think about King David, you know the story of his calling. He was the little shepherd boy. <laughs> and when the prophet came to anoint the new king and all the sons, he's like, no, not this one, no, not this one. You know, and like, where's the like little runt of the family, the little kid out with the sheep? Okay, that's the one the Lord is calling, this little shepherd. And uh, the Virgin Mary, this little miss nobody from nowhere, Nazareth was a little town, um, and she this little girl, 14-year-old virgin, and so little, so humble, and this was the one that was chosen. And in her littleness, her lowliness as a handmaid, she magnifies the Lord. And in some ways, that is the opposite of megalomania. You know, she in her littleness, like a magnifying glass, shows God in his greatness. And um, the early church fathers were um, baffled and uh, loved that mystery. You know, this littleness, the way God uses littleness. Um, St. Augustine has this meditation on Jesus. You think when God comes to earth, how will he come? Will he come, you know, on a chariot of fire like Elijah and the angels and the trumpets and the fanfare and the grandeur of God himself, you know, if anybody's big, God, you know, the author of all good, as we said in the opening prayer, and, um, but no, he came in littleness, he came in our humanity, he came in, in just smallness, this baby, um, babies can't do anything except for cry, eat, and, and other things connected to eating, okay, have you ever seen a newborn baby? They can't even hold their head up. They're so weak. They can't cook dinner. They can't <laughs> drive a car. They can, you know, 
and, and God came in such littleness, such humility. St. Paul says it in Philippians 2, though he was in, you know, didn't hold his divinity, something to be, to be used to, ex, to exploit is really what Paul says there. He emptied himself and he came in humility and littleness. In that little cave where Jesus was born in Bethlehem, he wasn't born in a palace. Um, he was born in a little cave. And do you know who else was born in that cave? All of the little lambs. That, that cave in Bethlehem, the little lambs would take shelter from the storm. And there were little lambs born in that cave. And those lambs in that area were being raised for the temple sacrifices in Jerusalem. So when John the Baptist says, behold the Lamb of God, Jesus who would sacrifice himself for our sins, the uh, fulfillment of uh, all of the sacrifices in history, um, this littleness, this humility. Um, so when we hear this parable about people being given, you know, different amounts of money and then one does, you know, makes this amount or one makes that amount, um, we wouldn't want to think that, that God is asking of us to, you know, do big, great things. Actually, it's quite the opposite. Um, so let's pull it together. We're here in Fatima, and all the places where the Virgin Mary appears are really little, humble little places. You know, she never appeared to a movie star in Times Square. Okay, that would be like the opposite of what's happening here, okay? So we're simple, humble, little shepherd children. Little Lucia, Sister Lucia, the most influential Portuguese person in the 20th century, she also was Little Miss Nobody from nowhere. This, here we are, um, God working through little humble people in little humble places. I love that. I love that. Um, and so, um, so there is a call. There is a call for each one of us. And um, I'll conclude with an image in, that I received in prayer about this little humble place and these little humble people. Um, I was out there in the, the Cove, the Cova de Iria, right over here, okay, just five-minute walk from where we are, this little valley where they would bring the sheep to graze. And, um, of course, now it looks a little different, huh? It's been built up, and there's this big, huge, beautiful basilica and, you know, the facilities for the millions of pilgrims. Okay, that's fine. But I, I like to stand over there in that cova, and I look around, and I like to shut my eyes and try to imagine what was it like here a hundred years ago. You know, and just in my mind, I see little trees here and there. Now, I've seen photographs, so I have an idea, you know, and just the, the grass and the, the, um, maybe a gentle breeze. Have you ever been out in rural places? Um, it's probably the sound of some birds, maybe some crickets, and uh, this kind of quiet, humble, pasture. And then it hit me that this place is actually the same thing now. And I saw all the pilgrims praying. I thought, here we are, like little sheep in this pasture. And you know, the sheep, um, the sheep serve in two ways. Their wool, we heard about wool in the first reading, their wool is used, right, to make clothing to keep people warm. That is our call as Christians, our love. It's like wool for the world. You know, this movement of prayer that emanates from this place of little humble lambs, little lambs whose love warms 
a world gone cold. And then the, the, the message of sacrifices, right? The lambs are sacrificed and become food. And uh, in many ways, that is our call as well. And, and that, that is a deeply Eucharistic spirituality, that God who comes to us under the appearance of a little piece of bread, he's even more humble in the Blessed Sacrament to feed, to nourish, to provide the strength we need. And um, so it's not big things, and it's not big famous people. It's little humble people, little humble places, and little things done with great love. Does that sound familiar? Okay, St. Therese, she has to make it into the homily. Okay, I, I, yeah, you just made it. Okay, <laughs> that little flower, that little flower, you know, little things done with great love. Um, we, we're not called to have big crazy plans on how we're going to convert the world and how we're going to change the course of history and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Let the megalomania people do that, okay? But um, we are going to be so surprised when we get to the other side how God worked in and through history and how the little humble lives of people who lived great holiness, lives of prayer, lives of love, how this is what really was the deciding factor in history, right? We have it backwards. We have it backwards, you know? Um, so that is our call. You know, whatever we've been given, whoever we are, the gifts that God has given each one of us, that is our call to be faithful to that, to be faithful to that, not to save the world. Uh, Jesus already did that. <laughs> but to simply love the person in front of you, you know, simply love the person in front of you. So we pray for that grace this day, the graces of this pilgrimage, the graces of this place of Fatima, to be little lambs, to be sheep, to be humble, to be loving, and uh, in our lowliness, to be servants, to be handmaids, that we may magnify the Lord. And we pray for that grace this day. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.